Hi there and welcome back to our mini-series on real estate marketing. Today we're going to tackle a topic that we know most real estate business owners are thinking about, but for some reason most of us seem to dive in and take action without really strategizing about our decision first. We're going to talk about your marketing budget and how you can do some smarter streamlining during a cooling market. Remember, if you're listening to this in the car or you can't take notes, you don't have a pen handy, enter your details below the podcast on the Sail Easy website and we'll send you some really easy notes that you can use to take action later on. During the last financial downturn, I was working in a marketing team in a head office of a multinational business here in Australia. The business was in a service-based sales industry, not dissimilar to real estate. And when sales started to slow, the reaction of senior leaders was to cut the marketing back to basically nothing. So we had a nice big marketing team there, but we really had no money to work with. This story, it isn't really an uncommon one, and it's something that we certainly hear a lot about in real estate. You know, sales start to decline, so agents scale back their property marketing to only the absolute necessities. And at the same time, agencies withdraw their business marketing, planning to reinstate it when times get better later on. While this is absolutely a perfectly logical response in the sense that marketing is basically seen as a cost center, actually these days, when we can so accurately measure the leads and the sales that specific marketing activities are delivering, almost as well or even better sometimes as we can measure the effectiveness of a particular salesperson, marketing can actually be considered a little bit more like a profit-making center. Now, in downturn, if you make all of your sales staff redundant, how will you list and sell any properties at all? Likewise, before you think about cutting that marketing budget down to nothing, it's important you first think about how vendors who are looking to sell will actually know you exist if you're not marketing. How will they be motivated to take that plunge and sell if you aren't the one that's motivating them? How will you move properties if you're barely promoting them? Really important questions that you need to ask yourself and you need to have answers to before you cut that marketing budget. In approaching this podcast, we talked with a few agency owners to get their take on managing marketing in a downturn. Perhaps the most interesting story that we got actually came from our own director and it's one that we want to share. Basically, what he told us is that during the last serious downturn, when listings were really scarce, sales were challenging and drought had really taken hold in their area, He and his business partner did what most agencies do. They slashed their marketing budget as an almost knee-jerk reaction and tried to operate without those extra costs associated with marketing. What they saw happen next, he said, was that their business went into this rapid decline. They lost market share, they weren't being approached for as many listings, and business basically went from a situation that was tough to pretty dire. In response to this, they had to reassess. They really had no choice. They had to reassess the situation. They looked at their local competition and what they saw was that they too had stopped promoting to the point where the local paper had less than a full page of property ads each week, which was basically unheard of at that time. What they did is they replanned a new marketing strategy with a budget and they actually started investing more in marketing than they had before. When the local newspaper stopped printing a property section, they invested thousands in printing their own fortnightly property magazine. Note, this was before online marketing had really taken off. What they saw were big results, really, really positive results. Their business improved, they overtook local competitors, and their marketing not only won business from vendors who had already decided to sell, it helped vendors who were unsure to make that decision and bought in listings that may not have otherwise occurred at that particular time. So as the market cools, how can your agency adjust their marketing budget to weather that storm successfully? The first point I want to make here is not to make that same mistake that other agencies have made in the past, that same knee-jerk reaction and simply cut down your marketing budget entirely. 
Marketing is a vital part of sales. They go hand in hand. They're not the same. Marketing and sales are not the same, but they are really interrelated. Without marketing, awareness for your brand will suffer and you can very well find yourself in an irrecoverable position trying to completely rebuild your brand after downturn. Likewise, if you minimize property marketing, your listings will sell even slower than industry average and your reputation will be at risk. Your brand and your reputation are two of your most important business assets. Ask anybody who has tried to sell a business. And marketing is integral to maintaining them both and keeping them healthy. The second point here is a practical one. It's be smart about how you approach streamlining your budget. You have access to so much data that essentially there's no guesswork in this activity. Everything should be based on data. All of your decisions should be really informed. And I'll start by saying grab a pen or turn on your computer. You're probably going to want to take some notes or jot down some ideas here. If you don't have a marketing plan, which you very much should, and it's not too late to create one now, but if you don't have a marketing plan, write a list of every marketing channel that you're currently using and separate them into property marketing and business marketing. If you do have a marketing plan, you should already have your channel separated out. Now, one by one, use the available data to assess the performance of each channel so you can determine which one brings in the most business and sales and how each affects your profit margin. So when we're talking about data, we're talking about Google Analytics data, Facebook and social media insights. We're talking about email campaign data, any data that you can get your hands on that's going to show you which channels are producing conversions and in what way. For example, you might find that your Facebook campaigns have resulted in X amount of sales and you had to spend X amount of dollars to find those buyers through Facebook. Likewise, you might find that X number of buyers came from realestate.com.au and the cost for each of those buyers was around X dollars. Find and jot down as much data as you possibly can so you have a really clear picture of how much each channel is costing you to get the desired result. Next, don't just cross out the channels or get rid of the channels that have brought in less on face value. First, you need to see what happens if you even out that spend. For example, if you're spending a lot of money on realestate.com.au and you're seeing really excellent results and you're only spending a small amount on Facebook and producing good results, based on the numbers that you have now, so what you're spending and what you're making, if you increased your Facebook budget, do you project getting better results than you're actually achieving with realestate.com.au for the same amount? Finally, do some research. Make sure the way you're using each channel is the best way that you can be using it. So many agencies adopt this set and forget or awareness only approach to marketing. They put a property on realestate.com.au and their other various stable channels. You know, their storefront, they create print brochures, they might do a mail drop or do some calls. And they don't really do anything else in terms of promotion. They don't have a separate or a unique marketing strategy for each property that they bring on. Your marketing, whether for a property or for your business as a whole, should follow a standard sales or marketing funnel. It should start with that awareness phase, which most agencies are actually really good at, but then it should use other channels or the same channels in a different way to retarget those interested people and push them down that sales or marketing funnel towards a consideration and a conversion phase, which is where your sales take place. Third and final point here is like your property promotion, your marketing strategy, it just can't be set and forget. As the months go by, make sure you set up regular assessment milestones where you look at how your marketing is performing and work out which of your channels is most effective. So the effectiveness of channels, it is going to change and it is going to fluctuate over time depending on the industry, technology, new technology and new channels and the market. So while, for example, Facebook might be performing really well now, if there are additional security concerns later on, that might affect how it's performing later on. 
realestate.com.au might be working really well now, but if a new giant competitor comes into the market, it might not work as well later. You need to constantly be reassessing those channels and updating your strategy. Your strategy should always be dynamic and moving. Make sure you use this information to adjust your strategy so you're getting the most out of every single dollar that you spend. The big takeaway message that I want you to walk away with today is that cutting your marketing budget on a whim because the market's cooling can actually do your business more harm than good, both now in the short term and in the long term. You can find your once thriving business with little brand awareness, recall and recognition, and your sales staff working three times as hard as they need to to win listings and to sell properties. Use the cooling market as an opportunity to get smarter with your marketing and to actually build your business while your competition starts to decline. Stay tuned next week for our next podcast. It's on marketing funnels. So those those stages that you want to push different potential buyers through from awareness through to consideration and conversion, that sales stage, and how those marketing funnels can be used to drive business and to drive sales. Until then, take it easy.